0: Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kisquali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at kisquali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kisquali Ribocyclib 200 milligrams at kisquali.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you.
1: Good evening everybody and welcome to Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk. I'm Bob Lovell. It's brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Driven to org is their website. Talking some football tonight. Some Colts obviously in the NFL draft which concluded earlier in the day. Some college baseball. Uh, some racing. So that's going to be uh, on tap for tonight. We're glad you're with us. Star of the show. No, it's not me. The star of the show is the man who has those scores every 15 minutes. It's Network Indiana's Eddie Garrison.
2: Thank you, Coach Lovell. It's a pleasure to be with you and Graham Shear tonight And what was a – Good day, but then it has some rain mixed in in Indianapolis. Major League Baseball going on right now. We'll highlight some of those scores. St. Louis Cardinals, L.A. Dodgers. That's in the top of the second inning right now, and they are scoreless two southpaws going at it. Jordan Montgomery and the crafty lefty for the Dodgers and Clayton Kershaw. The Chicago White Sox were leading the Tampa Bay race 3-0 and no hitting them going into the seventh inning. They just scored a touchdown and a field goal. It's now 10 to 3. They put up nine hits and 10 runs in the inning with three homers from the Rays and now they are comfortably ahead 10 to 3 at the end of seven innings. Detroit Tigers, they pick up a win over the Baltimore Orioles 7 to 4 today. Pittsburgh Pirates and the Washington Nationals played a doubleheader from the nation's capital. Game one went to the Buckos, six to three. That was their nineteenth win on the season, the most in the National League, and they won their second game of the doubleheader, sixteen to one. Now have twenty wins to those eight losses and lead the National League in wins for Network Indiana Sports. I'm Edie Garrison.
1: Welcome back, everyone. I'm Bob Lovell. Glad you could join us. Lots going on heading uh, down the home stretch, so to speak, on season number twenty-nine of Indiana Sports Talk. Uh, As you know, uh, we'll uh, conclude season 29 uh, the night before the race, and after that I'll take June and July off by my normal summer hiatus, and then uh, rejoin everybody on the 4th of August as we head into season number 30. A gentleman who's been with us literally for 29 years to this point is the ubiquitous and incredibly talented Greg Rigstraw. Hello, Greg. How are we doing, sir? I'm doing great. Uh, it's great to hear from you. Busy day on the NFL front. People know you. You're part of the broadcast team, part of uh, Colts uh, TV and preseason, and also part of what they do. You host their incredibly popular postgame call-in show. So today, I'm looking through this draft list. That's a long draft list. On today, uh, I need a I need a three hour I need mo- I need an extra hour to get through all all of the names. But generally speaking, they seem to address a, a great number of needs uh, in this most recent draft.
0: Well, frankly, you know, today are guys that obviously you hope are impact players at some point in time for you are guys that make your roster deeper and stronger and are pushing the guys that have. You know, starting spots, not guaranteed, but are kind of in line for them mm-hmm. right now. But in terms of the areas that were most glaring, you addressed that on the first two nights. Obviously with Anthony Richardson in the fourth right. overall pick, it had to be a QB. And there's no sure thing in in this quarterback class, but there were several that had traits that you liked. And nobody seemingly has the athletic measurables. Not to mention a, a good personality to go with it, and Anthony Richardson. He's just raw. He started one year of college football. He's yet to turn twenty one. And yes, his record as a starting quarterback was six and seven. That those are all very right. fair things right. to point out. But the stuff that he has is is pretty jaw dropping. And I, I, I'm okay with kind of the position the Colts are in and taking a swing and seeing what happens. And so that's where they are. So once you once you accomplish that at the quarterback position in round one you needed to go wide receiver and cornerback in some combination in rounds two and round mm-hmm. three. I, I think Colts fans temporarily were driven a little bit mad by a couple of tradebacks last night. Uh, but once you get that cornerback in round number two, right. and he happens to be a guy who I called some of his games in high school, uh, in, in Julius Brent's Juju, uh, I'm not sure I'm I'm close to calling him that, uh, but uh, I'll go by his given name and Julius. I remember him playing at Warren Central, and I remember him right. playing at Kansas right. State. And obviously, again, is he a sure thing? No. Uh, but but you know you shouldn't draft the kid because he's long. You draft kids you think you can play. Uh, and what jumps off the page is his size as a cornerback, right? At right. Six foot three. If I remember, he played a little linebacker uh, at, at times. as I remember at Warren Central. He played a little wide receiver and tight end. If I remember right as well, uh, from from four or five years ago. And then you get the wide receiver from North Carolina in round number three. And again, um, I, I can pretty much tell you four of the five receivers for the Colts. I think they just drafted the fifth. In terms of what that depth turn is going to look like, barring mm-hmm. injury, you know, at the end of training camp. So, day one and day two, we're getting the best players you could find at positions you absolutely had to get. Um, and, and I hate the draft cliche of, well, if you're rich, you shouldn't draft for need. No, no, you had to have cornerback help. You had to have wide receiver help. And goodness, you needed quarterback help. All those things took place. Today, it was a matter of, okay, finding guys that give you depth and guys that you think have traits that can contribute to your football team over the course of the next year or two.
1: I mean, it's an imprecise art, but uh, some seem to be better at it than others in terms of franchises. But, you know, having – I don't equate uh, recruiting uh, high school student-athletes to be college basketball players at uh, putting together an NFL rot- uh, roster. But there is a similarity in the sense that you're sure. trying to project ahead and what people might be able to do skill-wise and where they might be able to perform. And, and once again, you know, you're right. I was impressed with some of the physical traits – of these people, besides Brent, uh, they got
0: some athletes coming in on, on this draft class. They got the, the all airport team, didn't they? Um, you know, yeah. Guys, and, and I'm curious to see if, if the couple of offensive linemen that they brought in on, on day number three—one young man from Northern Michigan, another guy from BYU—can they push the guys on the offensive line? Uh, because seemingly we all said, "Hey, the offensive line's got to play better." But we almost all kind of expect that, hey, the same five guys that you saw finish the season are going to be the ones that are in the starting positions until proven otherwise at the beginning mm-hmm. of this year. So, do those guys provide immediate depth and help for this team along the offensive line, which is probably a position where they have to improve more than any other spot on the field?
1: Greg Rakesdraw, will you hang on through the scoreboard update? And we'll talk more. Of course. We'll come back after the scoreboard update welcome back everybody this is indiana sports talk brought to you by indiana donor network greg rickstraw rejoins us we're talking about the nfl draft before i talk about the draft normally when you and i talk on saturday nights we're talking about the indy 11 and uh so uh give me an update i know i know they're not playing at home tonight so what's happening with your guys the Indy
0: Eleven are absolutely playing at home tonight. They're done playing at home tonight. They played to a one-one oh, draw. It's okay with the Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Uh, Jack Blake came off the bench and got a late equalizer. And so again, it's April's been a rough month for the Indy Eleven uh, in terms of right. league play. Two draws, three losses. But Pittsburgh is always a tough team, and they have been very tough tough for Indy to get results against. So. You would hope for the full three points. You'll you'll take the point in a week where you played three times in the last eight days. Pittsburgh's always tough. You take a point, move on to the next one, and hope for good things against Loudoun United next Saturday night on the road in the uh, metropolitan D.C. area. How were they able to function without
1: you? That's my question.
0: <laughs> well, they thankfully – The Indy 11 are kind enough to give me a couple of nights off a year. Uh, Sometimes because I've got conflicts with what to do with the Indianapolis Colts. Tonight I was conflicted with being a good dad. So my daughter is one of the stars of the CFI school musical. And because today was both Hoosier Reunion Classic Day, Indy 11 Home Match Day, and the lone day of my daughter having a performance, I could do two of those things and not three. And so thankfully the Indy 11 allowed me to have the night off. So I spent my afternoon in Knightstown and then spent my evening watching my daughter do an absolute kick-butt job in three different roles in the cast of Newsies Junior.
1: Uh, thank God she takes after her beloved mother. Oh my goodness!
0: Oh, that's she gets impressive. her stage presence from yeah. both of us. Now, let's not lie about this. Bob. Well,
1: no, that is that. No, that's true. That is true. What people don't know is you're you're an accomplished uh, performer yourself, not just on <laughs> radio and television, but an accomplished performer nonetheless. And please explain to people that I am. I, I. It sounds like I'm in. I'm infringing on your family time, and uh, I, I don't.
0: I hope. I I'm not, quite frankly, by having you on the show tonight. You are not. No, the play, the performance wrapped up about eight thirty. I am uh, chilling at okay. the uh, Rake Straw Radio Ranch in Broad Ripple. I'm actually driving, <laughs> uh, knocking out some errands while I am talking <laughs> to you. So, so no, right. everything is. It is all quite on the western front right now in Broad Ripple.
1: All right, so swing by and make sure my grandson's not out causing trouble in Broad Ripple on a night like tonight. <laughs> I, mean, I did not. I did know. not
0: see him just now in the parking lot of CVS <laughs> on Broad Ripple Avenue. He, he seems to be. Yeah,
1: that's a yeah, that's a good that's a good thing. All right, let's talk. Let's talk Anthony Richardson. Uh, I, everybody talks about this upside that the guy has, and he does. I mean, physically, he is a gifted athlete. Uh, you mentioned it, and I think it's relatively well chronicled. His accuracy causes some, uh, some consternation. Yep. But again, uh, this is why they have coaches, <laughs> this is why they have quarterback coaches and others, is to make a gifted athlete
0: better at what he does. The Colts feel confident they can tweak some things, not in terms of delivery, but more of footwork that will help that. Uh, and the other thing that, that I would say is, is this. They've got a guy in Jonathan Taylor where they can mm-hmm. lean heavily on the run game. Mm-hmm. And and I get the feeling that Richardson's going to play sooner rather than later. Frankly, what he does between now and, say, August 25th, I think will go a long way in exactly what that process is going to look like as far as that first game on September the 10th, or at least on that weekend. Um, but But I also think that they're going to ask him to throw the football in a preferred world 20 to 25 times a game. It is mm-hmm. going to be a heavy dose of Jonathan Taylor. It's going to be a little bit of Zach Moss. They draft another running back from Northwestern in round five today. Saw that, yep, yep. This is going to be a run-heavy team. So I think this is a group that will settle for the big play, and they will settle for some quarterback runs as well. And yes, they acknowledge he needs more experience. Yes, they acknowledge he needs to be a more accurate passer, but they're willing to ride on 64,240 and 4.36 speed to uh, help some of those bumps along the way, Bob.
1: Greg Rakestraw, you're the best. I appreciate you taking time. I really do. Enjoy the weekend. Thanks so much.: Thanks, coach. Coming up, scoreboard update with Eddie Garrison. We're back on Indiana Sports Talk.
2: Thank you, Coach Lovell. Highlight some more baseball scores from earlier today. The Cincinnati Reds, they're in Oakland taking on the Athletics, and they picked up another win. That's now five consecutive wins for the Cincinnati Reds, and they're just three games under five 3 3-2 to win today for the Red Legs. Oakland Athletics are now 5-23. Chicago Cubs, Miami Marlins, 7-6 final score with the Marlins pulling it out. But the Cubs didn't go down without a fight. They fell down 5-0 after one. They scored four between the 6th and the 8th but they just come up short, 7-6. to six was the final score. Trey Mancini had two hits today, as did Patrick Wisdom, including another home run. Cody Bellinger also with the home run today for the Cubbies. NBA playoffs, Western Conference semifinals, game one between the Phoenix Suns and the Denver Nuggets. They're at halftime, and the Denver Nuggets, they are leading the Suns by 17, 68-51. Kevin Durant has been red hot so far for Phoenix, 19 points. Devin Booker with 14, DeAndre Ayton with 10. Most of the scoring right there from that trio for the Suns on the other end. The Nuggets, they're the one seed in the Western Conference. Three players in double figures out of the starting five. The other two starters have nine leading them in scoring. Aaron Gordon, perfect six of six from the floor, 16 points. Jamal Murray with 14, and Nikola Jokic already with a double-double, 13 points, and 14 rebounds. For Network Indiana Sports, I'm Eddie Garrison.
1: Welcome back, everyone. This is Indiana Sports Talk brought to you by Indiana Donor Network. Eddie Garrison literally doing the work tonight. He's doing all the work. I'm just hanging out. Eddie, how are you today?
2: Doing well, coach. How are you?
1: The Reds win again. I thought the Reds were horrible.
2: What's Uh, going on? You and me both. I don't know. They've learned. I mean, nobody uh, goes
1: to their games. They don't win games. So tell me what's happening here. I'm confused.
2: Well, they've finally figured out how to do the basics, and that's just, uh, you know, pitch strikes, hit, mistake pitches, uh, not make errors, and outscore the other team. I think those are the four recipes uh, to winning right there
1: right all right so the draft is over uh i mean i'll tell you what i'm scrolling through this uh, getting ready for the show that's a long list of people they drafted for heaven's sakes that's a whole lot of guys
2: i know and when you look at it from a big picture too like just thinking about over 225 players getting drafted into the NFL right. this weekend is just uh, a it's amazing to see these kids have the, uh, the the talent to make it to the next level and it's such a reward for them for the, the amount of time and effort uh, and I'm sure money too that they've put into getting ready for this stage but sure. yeah uh, sure. I think the Colts did a solid job with this draft I think Chris Ballard addressed some needs certainly obviously you had the quarterback position that was a major need as Greg, Greg just said Anthony Richardson right. just oozing with talent um, and then obviously Julie sprints the the native here of indianapolis and then when you move on down the draft they got some defensive linemen they got some tackles uh got a nice wide receiver and even a complimentary running back i think in the passing game to jonathan taylor and and improved Mm -hmm. the depth in that tight end room and got some help in the secondary as well so overall on paper a solid draft from chris ballard and now the coaching staff just has to get these guys ready to go and hopefully provide some productive snaps this season
1: yeah, and they go right to it. I mean, you know, they they began. They, they that's the thing I find most impressive about all this is they they don't waste any time they draft, they bring them in for a a little mini-camp and get some things going and uh, stokes everyone's interest as if it needs to be stoked, as a matter of fact, but uh, there's clearly a lot going on and I would temper your earlier remark about everybody being excited and it is chasing a dream and all that, but the sad thing, the reality is the average life expectancy or the average career length is a little over three and a half years, (laughs) so if you get in it, you're not going to be in it for a long time, the stat's would uh, say otherwise. and to say that that's what your path is going to be. But it should be very exciting. Now as fans, their patience is going to be tested. Everybody Uh wants to see Anthony Richardson and can he do this and can he do that and he's the guy of the future. You've you've expended all these resources and all this. You've done all this. That's great. Uh, And now, the poor guy's just got to try to live up to those expectations which can be very, very difficult because people aren't very patient nor are they very very understanding.
2: Totally agree with you there, Coach. And and you also want to think about it this way, too. The amount of pressure that's going to be on Shane Steichen to develop Anthony Richardson, (laughs) I think, may be more pressure than on Anthony Richardson himself to turn into a franchise quarterback because all of the rumors and all of, I wouldn't say rumors, but all of the analysts saying that, you know, Shane Steichen can develop a lot of different styles of quarterbacks. This is the kind of quarterback that best fits his system and that he is the only guy that could develop an Anthony Richardson type of quarterback. So, there's going to be a lot of pressure now, more so than Mm -hmm, I think mm -hmm. Shane Steichen will face in his six-year, hopefully six years, Uh, contract with the Indianapolis Colts because of the pressure that he's put on himself already in year one, drafting a rookie quarterback with the fourth overall pick.
1: I would also point out to everybody not to listen to what all the analysts tell you. Okay. Agreed. I mean, seriously, I mean, uh, uh, some I don't. I, I I understand that you have to fill time and you have to create things to say, but some of these things that these guys say, uh, how in the world did you get hired? That's number one, <laughs> and number two, uh, and number two, have a little bit of faith in the guy you drafted, and have a little bit of faith in your coaches uh i would here's after 22 years of coaching and 30 years call it 30 30 years of being on the air with a sports radio talk show here's what i've learned i learned at an early age in coaching these things in, in terms of rebuilding or developing and all of those things never go at the pace you think they will mm-hmm. they never go there's no specific timetable for any of this and it takes some people advance quicker progress quicker get lucky avoid injuries go through the list of all the things that could possibly slow down your development uh, and again, it does address the one thing fans absolutely refuse to do, and that's have patience and think of things logically and realistically in terms of what's going on. Your team is not very good. Okay, That's number one. They had a dreadful season last year. You can go back and relitigate that any way you want to. They're not very good. They have a long way to go to be competitive, and it takes a while, and there has to be a certain element of luck involved in that too.
2: Oh yeah, certainly. I think the part of luck in that is that you surround the quarterback with the right talent. In this case, and right, that's right. the one thing that Chris Ballard had to do. He goes out in the third round. Yes, it's only the third round, but uh, you never know. in the NFL nowadays, you can find somebody in like the sure. fifth or the sixth or the seventh round. Next thing you know, they they turn into a star. So uh, you have to surround these guys with the right amount of talent from from the jump. You have to be able to develop that quarterback right away. You have to get the mechanics down first of all. Right uh, then you. You have to have the obsession of just watching film and getting the understanding of how these NFL defenses work. Uh, And then from there on out, it's just about the quarterback learning from their mistakes and then building off of one day of of progress to another.
1: You know, I'm a basketball guy. Can, Can we now just tone down? Can we just take a break? from analyzing and over-analyzing and, and saying the same things over and over and over about football. Can we just kind of like move on? To, you're a baseball guy. Uh, can we just talk, you know, NFL, NBA playoffs, baseball, and, you know, a requisite amount of time for the Colts because th- you talk about the draft is just beaten to death, quite frankly. So now we're off of that. Eddie Garrison, it's exciting to be with you tonight. He's coming up with a scoreboard update right now. Thanks so much. We'll be back talking some more Colts football. Matt Taylor will join us in the next hour on Network Indiana's Indiana Sports Talk.